Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to uh, Tuesday, August 17th. I hope that your week is off to a great start. Hey, yesterday ended up kind of in the doldrums, but ended up actually in pretty good shape. It started down, ended up up. So uh, good news there, um, at least across several of the indexes. Uh, remember, before Dave joins us here in just a second, <clears throat> remember, there's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have. With the volatility we're seeing, the closer you get to retirement, the more important it is to know what your risk number is and how much risk you have in your current portfolio. To find out, give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray. And with that, hey, Dave will be with us next. It's 8.40 down. Time to check in on your money and see what Sam Hill's going on on Wall Street. Well, went up yesterday, down on Friday. Let's see. Well, it's Tuesday. We're probably going to head down again. Now, it's kind of like that these days. Let's see what's going on downtown Sebring. We go to the offices of Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler is back in all his glory. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, surviving nicely. Yesterday morning, we were looking at kind of a blase beginning to the week. On Friday, the Consumer Confidence Report came out, and I noticed that on Friday, the intraday charts just kind of took a knee downward by about 100 points when the Consumer Confidence number came out. And then we got the Empire State Business Index showing an unexpected decline yesterday morning, and things started out. We just cannot stop going up, though. Uh, still eked out another record close in the Dow. And, uh, yeah, by definition, it was a record on the Standard & Poor's because the day before was a record, and we gained a little under uh, a little under 12 points. And NASDAQ just kind of fritters around, but 20 point, 29 points down doesn't sound like that much. You'd almost think things would go in great, wouldn't you? You would. I mean, you know, I looked at the you – know, I wasn't with you yesterday, but I was looking at the futures. I thought, oh, man, Dave, Dave's going to have a rough day this morning. And uh, – and lo and behold, I look at the closing prices and, man, two new records set on the Dow and the S&P. I mean, that's just incredible. And um, you and I both scratch our heads trying to figure out why. Yeah, that, that's the weird part. I mean, okay, fine, we had a chink in the armor, and the market is responding to the reports as they come out. Like I said, on Friday, I was watching at 10 o'clock, a consumer confidence report comes out, shows that we're as bad as we were last spring in terms of attitude. And, yeah, the Dow knees downward by 100 points and then drifts right back up to a new record. Yesterday, we start out with the Empire State Business Index, how well New York is doing. It was really a disappointment. And, doggone, we need our way downward on the future and then crawled right back up to another record. So might happen today because, boy, retail sales last month really sucked, didn't they? They, they really did, Dave. It was uh, a substantial uh, miss, I would say. Retail sales overall came was down 1.1%. Now, they did expect it to be down, but only by about three-tenths of a percent, coming off of June's plus seven-tenths of a percent. So, um not uh, not exactly what everybody expected. And then, you know, we have to take out autos. And, and so we take out the autos in retail sales because those are high ticket items. Uh, we still was a substantial miss and we were down four tenths of a percent. They expected us to be actually up two tenths of a percent positive. And and Dave, I look at it, June's and they, that is a huge disappointment from June because June was up one point six percent. 
Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, there was absolutely nothing good out of the economic data dumps we got this morning. I mean, you know, when you, when you miss retail sales, and we expected shrinkage anyway, by almost a margin of four to one, and then go completely the opposite direction once you take the big ticket, I'm not, it kind of makes you sit back and go, okay, well, we're, you know, over a, over a process of two or three months, we're going in the right direction if you take data points, but uh, doggone, we just aren't growing as fast as we expected. But uh, evidently, the uh, guidance that the uh, companies that are giving on earnings season, it's turned into a good earnings season, and the reports that we'll get to in a minute or two are looking pretty doggone good as well. So what do we say to these kind of reports? You know, it's hard. It's hard to digest why we're seeing things happen the way they are. Um, again, I, I reflect back to the first um, bear market that I rode through, which was back in 2000. And, and, you know, at some point, bubbles burst. And the question is, you know, when does this one burst? And what's it going to take? What's going to be the causal to, to make it happen? And because that is the issue. What's, there's nothing really driving this market upwards other than people don't have any place else to put cash. So they're gambling, afraid they're missing out on gains. And so this is where the little guy gets hurt. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know whether bubble is the right description or whether it really, but when, when the indications are going one way and the prices are going the other, that does tend to have uh, harbingers of a bubble ahead, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And so that's why I think, you know, making sure your risk is allocated properly in your portfolio now is more important than ever. Understood. Hey, you had a uh, figure that I found kind of intriguing. I dived into a uh, Facebook chat over uh, a local business that had had some trouble getting supplies in, so consequently their service wasn't quite as fast as habitual, and uh, there was shipping delays and uh, supply delays. You found account for how many of those big carrier ships are waiting outside of the Los Angeles Harbor, and it's enough to really blow your mind, isn't it? It is. It's actually the most We've had, uh, except for minus three. So back in February, we had 40 ships waiting to get into the L.A. port. Now we have 37. They say it's like a 6.2 day uh, time frame before we can get those ships in here. So that's a, a pretty devastating number. Um, uh, how long is it going to take those ships to get in here and get unloaded? Yeah, you got to keep in mind, too, I mean, when we talk about boats in the harbor, we're not talking about uh, ore boats like I'm used to seeing up in Lake Michigan. These big container ships, each one of them carries the gross domestic product of a small African nation. I mean, these are big boats. Exactly. You know, and they got a lot of stuff in them. And yep, uh, they're a lot of ships for a few car makers. Yeah, a lot of things we need, and we need to get them unloaded. Like absolutely that, and that's that's probably the reason of your garage doors taking a little longer to get in than you expected. Well, doggone it, guys! It's probably sitting on a container ship in Los Angeles right now. <laughs> Earnings season continues, and uh, well, let's start out with the real high point. Even though their stocks go in the wrong direction, Walmart really kicked butt last quarter, didn't they? And they really did. You know, they uh, they beat by twenty one cents a share. Came in at like a dollar seventy eight for the second quarter. Revenue above expectations as well. Um, same store sales grew by five point two percent. So some good news there. I dug dug a little deeper into Walmart just to kind of look. Their revenue was one hundred forty one billion. 
Um, that was up 2.4% from last year and, and up about $3 billion more than what was expected for the quarter. Earnings per share of $1.78. Um, last year, same time period, they were up a buck uh, fifty-six. And they were expected to come in at a buck fifty-seven this quarter. So uh, the one seventy-eight, a big, big, big thing there. And again, same store sales were expected to be about three percent. Came in at five, a little over five. So, you know, good news for Walmart, and they have flipped green, Dave, uh, barely, but up uh, about a third of a percent right now. Wow. And, you know, when you look at a three percent same store growth rate, you got to keep in mind twelve months ago this quarter. They were about the only store open in a lot of towns. No, that's right. They, they really were. And so uh, they, they really have, have managed to uh, progress pretty well. Absolutely. We got some other indications, some other blue chips that came out. What have you got? So we have Home Depot. Um, again, they, uh, they had a good quarter. They beat by nine cents a share. Revenue was ahead of forecast as well. Same store sales, though, did fall a little short. And they are seeing um, the do-it-yourselfers kind of slowing down a little bit, right? They, they don't have the time because they're, they're going back to work and they don't have the money because there's no more stimulus. Go. So they are, uh, uh, you know, that's the issue with the do-it-yourselfers. And so they're trading down this morning about three and a half percent. Ouch. I noticed the sector is dragging lows down, too. They're right on Home Depot's heels down about two and a half percent this morning. So bad news for one of the behemoths doesn't help the other one, even though they didn't report. No, it really doesn't. So I really have two more for you. The other two really are not going to be household names we've really heard of, but one's Roblox. Um, mm-hmm. they're, a, they're a video game platform, and they lost 25 cents a share. Uh, that was one cent more than expected. Revenue also missed. So, uh, so they are, uh, they're trading down 7% this morning after closing uh-huh. down five yesterday. So a big miss for them. And then this one, I remember reading about them when the, when the pandemic first started, a company called Endeavor. Um, they're an entertainment company that, mm-hmm. um, that does a lot of um, live events, uh, from sporting events to concerts and that type of stuff. They, uh, they report a profit of 19 cents a share. They were expected to lose two cents a share. So, so good things for them. Revenue, though, was a slight miss and, uh, from, from that standpoint. And they are uh, they're actually trading up substantially this morning, up uh, 5.6%. Nice to see somebody going up, even in the face of a good report, because it ain't necessarily a good day for, report, for, for your stock price, no matter how you did. Setting the table again this morning, it was an update for the blue chips yesterday. A couple of new records, even in the face of some marginal economic news. Well, based on the economic news this morning, I'm looking at some red on my futures numbers. 45 minutes, where are we going anyway? It's uh, it's pretty red, Dave. It's uh, not as bad as it was earlier this morning when I first started looking at the, uh, the indexes, but we've got the Dow down a half a percent. We've got the S&P 500 down about uh, four-tenths of a percent, and the NASDAQ's down a half a percent also. The big loser is going to be the the Russell 2000, down a little over eight-tenths of a percent. So with all that, we've got the VIX, uh, that's the volatility index, actually heading up about two and a half percent this morning. The uh, On the commodity side, we've got silver flat right now. Gold is is up a little over a tenth of a percent. 
It's trying, Dave. It's trying really hard to get over 1,800 again, but uh, a little short right now. And then oil. Uh, oil looking for its uh, fourth or fifth day decline, down a third of a percent to $66.83 a barrel right now. And the only reason I'm not happy about that is they're racking that up to demand concerns over in China, which isn't the reason you necessarily want to see it go down, right? Uh, that, that's right. And, and they're looking at, at, at least in Florida, demand here, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As we're, as we're flying and driving a little less, as we start to panic a little more about the Delta variant. Overseas markets, the Asian rim generally off this morning at the close. China had a bad day. They were down two full percent on the Chinese composite. Europe doesn't know what to think about us either. It's a mixed bag. I got France down by over half a percent. Great Britain is up by a quarter of a percent midway through their day. They can't figure us out either. So, Philip, we're not alone. Somebody need to uh, get some advice as far as insulating yourself from the ups and downs that nobody can explain, whether they're European or talking heads on the radio. How do I find you, Philip? David, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Remember, risk is not always your friend the closer you get to retirement. So give us a call for our financial x-ray at 863-382-0037. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday. 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here again tomorrow morning, same time with an update on light. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you much. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. All right, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week's off to a great start. Hey, join us again tomorrow morning or check us out on Facebook. Thanks again. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Take care. Bye now.